Hey guys, we are live. It's Monday afternoon with the Ready Man, I'm sorry, the Savage Gentleman podcast. That never gets old. <laughs> and so tonight's topic is That was as good as like Trump flying in on the dragon. Oh yeah, that was a great that was <laughs> and a great doing clip. the fire and fury. <laughs> we like fire here. So Tonight's topic is real men don't diet. And, we, and this is something that Jeff has just been chomping at the bit to get to ever since oh, the yeah. uh, What the Health documentary came out. And we brought our resident nutrition experts. We have Craig Kent as well as Tara Garrison to kind of hit this uh, topic pretty hard tonight. We're going to be beating it up. So those of you guys that were fans of that film are <laughs> probably going to walk away a little bit sad. But we're, we're not just talking about that by itself, we're talking about all things diet related because like we said before, real men don't diet, okay? We're gonna get to the point of you need to have good sound nutrition, but Jeff, tell us why you hate this film so much. Well, real quick. you know, it's one of those things and then Craig and Tara, thanks for coming on and you're gonna have to control me from running down like a rabbit hole because like watching this documentary, excuse me, watching this complete boast of fiction that this <laughs> moron came up with from San Francisco, it was like absolutely horrid, not even close to real science. And I've been chomping at the bit to basically tear into this show. It's called What the Health? And it, and it really got to me because I hold my documentary time very precious. Yes. I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. So outside of like Umizumi and uh, <laughs> Paw Patrol, it's like once in a while I get to watch something that I'm like, okay, this is gonna be really cool. And it was so incredibly bad that I was like, okay, you guys are in the crosshairs yes. because we're going to tear into this because the thing that really bothered me about this was my brother just lost his leg to diabetes. It was bad health. Lost his leg to diabetes. He had to amputate it because it had gone necrotic. And so then all of a sudden I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Across America, we have this epidemic taking place of diabetes based off of what's going on in the diet and the crap that they're putting into our food. And so my brother actually just was a victim of this. Hey, you know, it was his own choices that led him to that. But all of a sudden, he had his leg amputated. And here is a video, a, a, a self-purported documentary saying, well, actually, all that stuff he was doing really didn't determine that he had diabetes. And it's like, okay. Well, and, and that's where this is important, I think, because there's so much misinformation being presented as actual fact. You know, I mean, this is purported as a documentary, as though they did scientific research to come to these conclusions. And so for right. the viewers, you know, what we want to do is dispel some of those myths. So we have a couple of experts. And if you would tell us a little bit about yourselves, what qualifies you guys to speak on this subject? Obviously, Jeff and I know, but for the viewers and the listeners, you know, what what is your pedigree? Yeah, so I've been working nutrition for a little over a decade now, just with different clients all over the place. So, I mean, fighters to NFL players to your nine to five weekend warriors to vets to everything you can kind of put your hand on. I've done it and uh, just try to keep myself as open as possible to yeah. any variation that you could possibly do nutritionally and never put myself into a corner. So that's what I've been known for is I, I won't cut any bullshit out. I'll just keep everything out of the way so you can understand what's going on and I'll always change if something comes along better. Now, I'm gonna, I know you asked me to talk about myself, but at the same time, like, I think the frustration I need to get across my chest is, is that they dropped this documentary right in the middle of like the rise of ketosis, Yep. right? And yep. the health, right? So if you look at type two diabetes, two to four weeks, maybe even six weeks, diabetes is reversed. Like no insulin, it, and, and no I would, metformin. And I would argue that my, my, so I have multiple brothers. My brother, reversed my brother's uh, sugar count, 48 hours. Boom. Two days. And in the documentary, hours. it says it can't be done. That, right. And that sugar ha has no contributing factor to diabetes. blood sugar or <laughs> diabetes. It's like, I mean, if you guys have watched it, and we're going to get into some of the clips, but it makes some of the most outlandish counter-scientific claims I've ever heard in my life. Tara, why should we listen to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking about what you were saying with diabetes. So I'm also a ketogenic coach and nutrition coach. And we just came back from a low-carb USA nutrition conference in yeah. California. And it was almost all medical doctors. And there's a doctor named Eric Westman. Um, he co-authored a book called Keto Clarity. So obviously, he's a proponent of high fat. And it's it, most of his research and focus is on diabetes. And he just showed us 
chart after chart after chart of people who were able to not only reverse all the symptoms of their diabetes, but be off all their medications within a matter of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in, in talking about that, let's actually, you know, high fat is, is a big buzzword. People are really into it, but there's a lot of fear when it comes to that. And if you guys look, we have the topics laid out. So the first topic is cholesterol. We well, have let, a clip. Let, let's watch the trailer. You want to go to the trailer? First? Yeah, let's watch right, the, trailer. Let's the trailer. So folks up there, you guys, thanks for tuning in. If you have questions, comments, and thoughts, now's your chance because we're going to hit the McGovern studies, which I would argue is the big landslide that started this buffoonery for the dietary guidelines in the United States that pretty much set us down the pathway for, you know, obesity and heart disease. And then, you know, we're using these guys as you know, the vehicle, we're going to beat up on them, but it's really a systemic problem mm -hmm. in there because we've got, we've got big corn that's coming into play. We've got big wheat that's coming into play. We've got a bunch of, and I don't believe in conspiracies, but we've got a bunch of idiot politicians that are driving this stuff forward because they're getting paid off on the side. And so this is our chance to really beat them up. So let's watch the trailer, Zach, where it's clip one, what the health trailer and, and it really lays it in there. Cowspiracy, that love that. The diabetes, the arthritis, the heart disease, the dementia, the obesity, the cancers are affecting about 70% of deaths. Health organizations have become co There's a very strong pharmaceutical industry and lobby that has a big stake in preserving the status quo. We've got a $35 billion statin drug industry. They ever want to see that go away? Pure pain. Yeah. Government's in bad. So like I said, they're painting it in a light as though, you know, it's this huge government conspiracy and it's big pharma. And really at the crux of this entire thing is don't eat meat. That's really what they're driving at. Right. It's it's really, really and interesting. And we're already getting a ton of great comments in there. Where guys, Hal, Ali, hey, you're welcome. You know, please bust in because it, sometimes it takes a woman to give us, get the guys to break outside their paradigms. I mean, that's where I'd argue like CrossFit was probably the big thing to get guys to break out of their paradigms because like all of a sudden right. chicks were like throwing more weight around the dudes and it was right. like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'll step it up. Whoa, <laughs> how are they doing that? And right. You know, they embrace that stuff and the, you know, and Matt with the documentary messed up dinner at your house, you know, and the real <laughs> worry there is, man, it, it, I worry that it messed up dinner at my brother's house. So, I mean, <laughs> you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? So we kind of talked over it, Philip, sorry, you didn't catch that. We assume most people had seen most of this, so we're just trying to pick apart the video, so we'll keep our trap shut for the other parts. But, you know, give us a quick synopsis there. So the big thing that you can see a red flag immediately in the trailer is just all fear promotion. Yeah. It's playing on people's fears. Like, they open up, it's like, obesity, the <laughs> epidemic, it's coming to get you. You know, and you're just like, what are you doing? Like, as soon as you can see something like that, you're like, okay, everything that you watch in this documentary needs to be swallowed with like a water glass full of salt, yeah. right? Not a grain, the whole thing. And so watching that trailer, it just, you know, for me, it just pisses people off. But for people who don't understand and, you know, they're Googling and looking for answers yeah. still, they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And so let, let's do a little bit of history. So, yeah, you know, Craig, when did the obesity epidemic as we know it and we can correlate um, obesity, and, and I would actually cause, say cause, obesity with the diabetic epidemic that we're facing right now. When did that all pretty much start? Agricultural revolution. Which was 19... I'm not sure. 70s. 70s, yeah. yeah so the 1970s with George McGovern. 60s, yeah. And that was the big push of right. wheat, no, no fat, um, high on the wheats and all of that stuff. Ansel Keys came out with this study saying that all fats were bad, even though like every other scientist know that the science didn't actually show that. That was a very flawed study that they and, did. And yeah, Ansel Keys just, was actually like, nobody wanted to listen to him because they're like, 
Yeah. Dude, first of all, your science sucks. Right. And second of all, you can't prove any of the stuff that you're saying. But Ansel Keys was tied into the politicians. Right. So I want to, sorry, kind of give people like the benefit of the doubt, right? So let's say we're coming off the Great Depression, like pretty rich, you know, it's like it's right there in the back of our heads. And then we're going to run into something that it might possibly sustain and create cheaper food options for everyone, right? And so maybe that's where they were going in a sense, but they didn't realize that once you do that and then create Walmart and Costco sized versions, and that's when it starts corrupting the planet and really destroying everything we have here. Yeah. So I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, like if it was just money based, it could really look that way. Like, okay, this is going to make us a lot more money than this stuff, so let's really put everything behind it. And I, I'm more cynical where I'd say it was yeah. absolutely money based. <laughs> right. It was exactly. some politician getting getting some money on the sides yeah. when we when we well, look at the guy who wrote the guidelines for nutrition was <laughs> yeah. a vegetarian yeah. aide who had no formal nutritional training right. whatsoever. So it's 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 funny that you say Go that figure. because the the documentary here and I, and I use that term loosely documentary but the film talks about the opposite of that saying oh it's the dairy industry they're the bad guys the meat industry are the bad guys they're paying off politicians and it's like, well, dude, you don't think that the grain industry or the sugar industry are doing the same thing, well, if not more so? If not more so. What's awesome, what's happening right now is back when this was all happening, there was no internet. There wasn't like the resistance, like there is, like what's happening yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. It was just like, hey, this is bad for you from the government. These are smart people and they know, you know, listen to them. And so everyone was like, okay. Right. I mean, if you really want to entertain yourself, go back and look at some sugar commercials from oh, the, yeah. you know, 1970s yeah. 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 or something. Good for your the classic yeah. picture of the little kid drinking 7-Up. Yeah. Yeah. And the skinny, the skinny mom, and she's like, yeah. it gives me energy and, and suppresses it, my appetite. Yeah. You know? and you're like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> incredibly bad. So we've got a lot of topics to cover tonight, so we're going to try and breeze through and hopefully we can get to all of them. I know there's probably some questions on specific diets and nutrition things that people want to know about. We'll keep beating up what the health, don't worry about that. But first off, let's uh, let's kick it to cholesterol because that's a big one that people get freaked out about. Right. You know, stay away from eggs, stay away from meat, bacon, because because cholesterol, it's going to kill you. Right. Is that true? No. So looking at cholesterol is looking at the world through a keyhole in a sense, right? You're looking at LDL and HDL. And the big con misconception is, and if you guys want to go fact check this at marksdailyapple.com, he has a, all everything you need to know about cholesterol article. And so what you're looking at is you have LDL and HDL. Now, there are two types of LDL, which you don't ever get told that. Ah. They're small particle size, and then they're a large fluffy particle size. If they're the small particle size, you're done. Like, that's the problem. You're having problems. Now, if it's the large fluffy size, then we're actually really good, and you need that LDL to cause a whole bunch of different reactions in the system. So where do the small ones come from? Uh, just what really products? crappy oils and sugar. Like... Vegetable oil? Yeah, any oh, vegetable oil, canola oil, soy. Uh, well, stress. And there, a, and there was a big thing. Stress, because remember, yeah, I mean, right. remember that the, the pushing theory, the one that I actually makes the most sense to me, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I'm the smartest guy in my own mind. But <laughs> the thing that pushes the, the, the latest research is saying, like, the doctors that make the most sense on there are saying, Heart disease is an inflammatory disease. Exactly. Yes. Yep. And yes. that's like, let's not talk about the cholesterol that's going in your bloodstream. Let's talk about the inflamed blood vessels that the yeah. cholesterol's in that's causing that blood. Sure, yeah. sure. And I mean, you know, that's, there's a lot of factors that From play sugar. into that. Um, we've actually got a clip where one of the doctors talks a little bit about cholesterol. Clip number two, and, he, and specifically he's talking about fish in this clip and how well, even this is, fish. This is great. I can't wait to turn this. Yeah, so let's, let's <laughs> play this one real quick. We'll listen to it. Like a highlight reel. And then we'll beat it up. Cardiology clip number two. a 47,000 member and growing uh, organization with a dedicated mission to reduce heart disease and to improve patients' lives. And if you look at the incidence of hypertension and diabetes uh, and mortality in men, they, they actually get reduced as you uh, go higher and higher in, in terms of how much you restrict animal products. What about fish? So fish is a little different. You've got the four worries, which is PCBs, mercury, um, uh, saturated fat, and cholesterol.
So well, it's omega threes versus omega sixes, right? And we're so com completely so you guys out there, omega threes are what we get out of the fish. Mm -hmm. So those are the good fats, and omega sixes. That's where the term nix the sixes come from, or all your vegetable fats that through the evolutionary sense of man. So we've been on earth, you know, depending on what your, you know, your ethos is, two million years all the way to, you know, a few thousand years, doesn't matter. At the bottom line is we have no vegetable fats to speak of anywhere in our diet, anywhere throughout history, except for the last until yeah. hundred years. Recently, yeah, until very recently. Right. And so, so. It, and when we get out of balance on our omega-3s and our omega-6s, which we are right now, our omega-6s are very high. You guys check out Dr. Uh, Bill, or Dr. Hiblin from the American Health Institute, who's doing the latest research on this. And actually the research is showing that the omega-6s that are out of whack are causing unaccountable number of problems all the way up to genetic issues, to um, violent felons, to because they're pre-cannabinoids, that's a whole nother oh, rabbit hole yeah. that we don't want to run to, yeah. but it's fascinating what they're going back and looking at and going, oh yeah, the direct correlation. Well, and it's funny, there was something recently, and, and Tara and Craig, please chime in on this, where they were demonizing coconut oil and yeah. saying, no, coconut oil is going to kill you, coconut oil is the worst, you need to be using vegetable oil canola oil right that was that was just recently That's like a maybe a month ago yeah so there was no one who like if you look for the source of that study yeah. there's nothing to be found Shocking. so who funded it for the most part right so that's the big thing you need to look at is who funded the study. A lot of people just pull this study up and they're like, look at this study. And like, one, you probably don't know how to interpret it. Um, what's that book called that teaches you how to interpret studies? Oh, I... Statistics? I'll have to remember. 101? I'll remember it. Yeah, there's a really good audio book that you can listen to to teach you how to go over studies and really interpret them. And like, when we went over that, we're like, oh, I don't even know how to do it. You know what I mean? But he, he lays but yeah, it out. But, but you know, yeah. that was like, that was interesting. That was probably the best education I got out of high school was I was on the debate team, believe yeah. it or not. And um, it was really interesting because you'd get a stack of evidence this tall that said the sky is blue yeah. by, by very reputable scientists. And then you get a stack of evidence that was the same height from very reputable scientists saying, no, the sky is actually purple <laughs> and you need, to, you need to look at it. And you would argue this stuff back and forth. And it really, you've got to look at stuff critically right. and think about, hey, Cause, you know, correlation is not causation, which is the, the biggie that's out there. Right. And so the thing is with fat, saturated fat, like if you're, if you're adding coconut oil to a really crappy diet, like sugar and donuts and burgers, and it's still going to be bad for you. Coconut, coconut oil doesn't erase the bad stuff. It's not like, hey, I'm going to eat this nasty pizza and then eat some coconut oil and then poof, it all turns into good. It doesn't work that way. Right. And a lot of the studies that have come out showing that saturated fat causes obesity, it's in addition to sugar. Right. They're not yeah. isolating the fat. And so Which you have to funny you have to know that. Because the doctor <laughs> on there was like, oh, it's not sugar that causes it. See what happens when you eat fat? It goes in and it coats the cell. Oh, and it blocks insulin from gosh. being able to put glucose away. And he's also, <laughs> with glucose, I mean, you either use it or burn it. Either way. I mean, it gets stored as muscle glycogen. And you're like, that's and, not how this works. Let's also, and, let's also, and, right. and. That's not how any of this works. Let's also talk about blanket statements like right. saturated fat from animals and fish are bad for you. Well, okay, yeah, if you're talking about factory farm Boom. fish and factory Boom. farm animals, of course, we don't eat that crap. No, you know, but that. it's a totally different ballgame when you're talking about pasture-raised, grass-fed animals that that saturated fat is very good for you. So grass-fed meat has five times the omega-3s in it than factory farm meat. Boom. That is not the same meat. And if you want to look at like Craig's superhero maker and scroll down on Instagram, you can see a picture of regular beef, factory farm beef, and grass-fed. And, and, like and, and really, what's unreal. the difference between factory farm beef and grass-fed beef? What they feed the animals. What they feed the and animals. And how they treat them. Yeah. Grain. So like yeah. Food Inc. was the big one that came out that everyone was like, for, for any meat. A lot of people went vegetarian because yep. they didn't understand there was a sustainable grass-fed source that aren't torturing clone yeah. animals. Yeah. Right? So, I mean... What is that documentary watch that was really good about that, about the pasture-raised animals? Sustainability. Or sustainable. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That one out. Yeah, yeah, so when you watch What the Health, go watch Sustainable, and you'll see, I mean, they, they really highlight Nyman Ranch in there for what they're doing. And, and at the risk of running down a rabbit hole here, we, yeah. we haven't even gotten into the soy <laughs> industry. Oh, gosh. Because everybody's yeah, like, well, exactly. wait a minute, I can get my protein from soy. No. And soy's good, right? 
all soy there's almost no non-GMO. Is genetically modified. Yeah. 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 Nine over ninety-eight percent, and some would argue all soy yeah. in the United States is in a GMO. States, right. And soy, soy started out as an industrial product, and then it was like, <laughs> now how do how do we refine this so we can get rid of this garbage? Yeah, we waste? got too much soy. Let's. We got we got we got all this stuff left there. Can we eat this? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Let's refine it a little bit more. Yeah. 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 So uh, Tara had a great segue into yeah. tilapia, which is our next topic that's a big one that people kind of consider uh, a health food we'll touch on this real quick and then move on to the next thing but tell us about tilapia because they talk about that in this what the health you know as a common thing that people eat so why is it garbage all tilapia is farmed unless you can find a like really rare online source that'll ship it to you but then it's more like halibut prices and right. so again it's just the the dollar that you're going after and that's the way we control the economy right is just how we spend a dollar so at that point, if you buy expensive tilapia, and fine, but tilapia will eat whatever you give it. And so Poop. most people are feeding it shit. Poop. And so therefore, you're technically eating shit. So next time you poop. eat tilapia, you're eating poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we so need don't, to do is so get that into the, into the sewage system. Right. So Because it'll clean it all out. Yeah, and be, yeah. And then, there we go. And then we can pull it out and we can eat it. So here's a bit of nutrition yeah. advice, people out there. Don't eat shit. That's kind of yeah. That's kind of the best. I will say. I will say though. There was a study that recently came out in Brazil where they were using tilapia skin on burn patients. Yes. And it was and it was rehealing the the skin without bone graft or uh, without skin grafts. Yeah, and I'm sure they're a good fish too, though, because they're like they're using tons of that, right? It can't be that crazy out there. I'm sure they're like really high quality tilapia. Maybe. yeah, hopefully. I would think right. so. Not the poop ones. We're getting a lot yeah. of comments. <laughs> not the poop um, ones. I think Dr. Chad said, hey, thanks for tuning in, Dr. Chad. <laughs> hey, Good buddy up, of Dr. ours. Uh, Scott Mize, I like your style. Uh, I wish you really did eat 18 eggs and two pounds of bacon a day. I see you corrected <laughs> that to a week. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome that you're following that, that diet. Keep that up, man. That's really cool. Go you know, going, going hardcore keto there. And uh, there was one a little bit further down that I wanted to comment. Oh, I think it was Philip asked, yeah. what is the absolute best source of fat, the easiest way to get healthy fat in the least amount of time each day? So, Philip, great question. I'll kick that to, to you, Craig, or Big old Tara. New Yorker tri-tip steak, grass-fed, Boom. bison, elk, wild boar, name it, anything wild or grass-fed, fattier cuts of meat. Mm-hmm. There we go. So that, and that actually brings us to our next topic of factory farming, yeah. as opposed to wild or grass fed. You know, that's, you're absolutely right. That has turned a lot of people off to meat and right. as it should, because it's a, it's a pretty, pretty that's horrific, horrific. Yeah. That's an absolutely mm-hmm. good word to describe it. Mm-hmm. Talk about factory farming and, and how can people avoid that if they want to still eat meat, but not eat, you know, factory farmed animals. Yeah, so I mean, the big, biggest way to do it, okay, so like if you can't find it in your area, butcherbox.com is phenomenal. We get all our meat from there because it's mm. easier just to get it delivered. Amazon's coming up with something pretty special, I'm pretty sure, so we'll be able to get it that way as well. But right now, you can go to Utah Natural Meat if you're down here. Just look for a farm or a farmer you can talk to. Talk to him about how he raises cows. Yes, it takes some time out, but at the same time, like you're, it's what you're putting in your body, and it's going to create longevity versus an earlier death. Right, so that's the thing. You actually have to go hunt your food, believe it or not. We're not we're not completely convenient yet. You really still got to go hunt. Yeah, and and again, that kind of ties back to the savage gentleman, where you can't be afraid to work a little bit for your food, and that doesn't right. mean just like right. working a job. But hey, maybe I need to go source this from somewhere other than Walmart or Costco. Right. Although Costco does have pretty decent Sometimes. tasty meat, but organic on. at the same time is like it's hit and mm, miss now. Yeah. Sure. It's so abused. It's better to go local that you know where the source is coming from. Right. And again, what what the difference is between that and factory farmed is awful. Again, Food Inc., like if you watch the cows they have lined up from stall to stall to stall that never move, that sit there the whole time, and they have a hole cut into the side so they can reach into their stomach and pull out crappy and Ugh. crappy stuff and put in yeah. antibiotics, yep. and then they're feeding them nothing but inflammatory mm-hmm. corn. And so pretty much you're torturing this animal that you've actually cloned from another animal because it's like if you look at any chickens right now, they're all in you know, little containers that you yep. roll out in carts and they're not real anymore. So at that point you're like, what am I eating? Yeah. Like Cat Williams, if you ever watch yeah. Cat Williams, he's like, we're eating clone meat. Yeah. We're literally I, eating clone Allie, meat. Ali Maloney made the comment, they say you are what you eat and that's not true. You are what your food eats. Boom. So if your food is eating shit or eating, <laughs> you know, just absolutely garbage, inflammatory poop. stuff, yeah, excuse me, poop, then 
then that then that gets kicked <laughs> on to you. So can I uh, add something for please, the please for the do. men to tell their wives? Because I'm laughing at that comment somebody said about uh, my my dinner sucked for like weeks after my <laughs> wife watched this. You know, because I know women were sensitive and we see this this happening to animals and we're like, oh, I'm never gonna eat an animal again, right? But what happens is I have to talk to a lot of my clients about this because I. T t women tend to want to go vegan or vegetarian yeah. more, I feel like, right? Sure. And what happens when, what would happen if all of us were vegan and vegetarian? That would also be unsustainable. That would be very hard on the earth if every single one of us was needing that level of crops to be grown to, right. to support us. So what would give us more balance in the earth is if we all, one, ate less, which the ketogenic diet, you just tend to start eating less as time goes on, and ate spent more on our food, so we got quality meat, quality plants, and ate less of it, that would be more sustainable for the earth than all of us just being vegan. Yeah, and charity. plus cows would take over the planet, and nobody wants to see that happen. <laughs> yeah, that would well, suck. The Indias, <laughs> India does. Well, oh, and I guess, <laughs> yeah, okay, good point, good point. So speaking cows. of cows, we've got a great clip here. We're going to move on to our next topic where... Dairy equals racist, and this is a this is an outlandish claim. Yeah. Um, we're gonna awesome. go to clip number five, Zach, if you would, where, man, this guy just really goes goes oh off God. the off the rails here on this one. So oh play that play that clip, Zach. Please. African Americans are lactose intolerant. Uh, Ninety-five percent of Asians, uh, roughly seventy percent of Native Americans, and about fifty-three percent of uh, Hispanic Americans are lactose intolerant. Our government is encouraging Americans of color to eat foods that it knows is going to make them ill. Ultimately, what that boils down to is the government is telling me as an African American to eat food that's going to make me ill for no health benefit so that it will benefit uh, dairy farmers as a form of institutionalized racism. Yeah. There you go. Institutionalized okay. racism. Okay, that's one of the most ridiculous things that I've ever seen. <laughs> almost deserves no comment. It you, you don't even. You don't. But, you, but you know what, though? I'll tell you this, yeah. though. Before, before I started doing keto, messing around with keto and stuff, I had hit, I was in my 30s, early 30s. And if I drank milk, it actually caused me issues. Mm -hmm. But then when I stopped, when I stopped eating bread and uh, the typical bread and corn, the two biggie evils. Yep. Guess what happened? You can handle dairy. I have no issue. And I drink dairy all the time now and there's mm. no issues. Right. But if I eat dairy with sugar, also known as ice cream, right. mm -hmm. guess what happens? Same thing. Oh, nothing but gas and bloating and I feel like dog shit. So right. it's like, poop. so maybe I feel like, sorry, thank you. I feel like dog poop. <laughs> and so, so now all of a sudden it's like, maybe we shouldn't be pointing the finger at dairy. Maybe we should be pointing the finger at brain. But all of a sudden it's like, we're evil and tyrannical because the farmers are going to lose their jobs. Right. But again, it goes back to grass-fed dairy versus with the cultures in it still versus conventional. Cause like, Literally, conventional dairy is like pouring acid down your throat. It is so far removed from milk. And then, what, you want like 2%? So, you, in a sense, you want 98% lactose? Uh, let's go <laughs> well, skim. And, let's and, go I'll, and I'll say that is the milk you know? that I drink is organic or raw. Exactly. And it's, and it's whole. I assume nothing less, right? Um, whole. And we just went through a week-long camp with one of the top nutritionists, I would say, in the world, Kasim Hansen, out of Tampa, Florida. And he reiterated over and over during that week, your biggest vote is not at the ballot. Your biggest vote is with your dollar. And so yeah. if you want to see these changes happen, you got to spend, you know, I know it costs $5 for the half gallon of good milk versus $2 for the gallon of crappy but, milk, but, you but that's how you vote. There's this it. great film that came out where they were talking. I can't remember what it was. It was a documentary. Anyways, they hit up Walmart, and the guy that was one of the buyers for Walmart was like, hey, if... If our if our customers want it, we'll get it. Yeah. Absolutely. And it was before Walmart had organic anything. And right. so now all of a sudden, guess where you can get organic milk and everything is Walmart. Yeah, the power's yeah. in our hands to change yeah, this absolutely. whole system. Yeah. yeah. Allie's got another question. And I, Allie, thanks for tuning in. You're kicking out some great questions. Says, been hearing that meats with products or meat products that feed steroids affect the way our bodies grow and that when you feed them antibiotics, it causes antibiotic resistance. Is, that, is there any truth to that? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of possibilities in that statement. I don't know for a fact on those, but obviously eating animals that have been full of steroids and antibiotics are not going to be healthy unless they just eat grass kind of thing. It's just plain and simple. Why are you giving them all that stuff? Because they're inflamed already. Right, they have to bring those antibiotics in mm -hmm. to bring all the crap that they're doing down yeah. from what they're feeding them. Right. It's kind of like people. Right. So, yeah. 
So let's, so yeah, thanks for, for tuning in and, and asking those questions. And for those of you guys that are just coming online with us, we are going over why real men don't diet. And really, this is kind of an excuse for us to beat up on the uh, mockumentary, as the I like mock, to call it. I like it. Uh, <laughs> what we're, the hell? We're doing the mockumentary. We're doing the mockumentary. We're, we're, mockumentary. we're, beating, we're beating these guys up for spreading false news, essentially. And we're talking about how men don't diet, and, and people in general Dieting is for a very specific goal because you want to get down a pant size. It's not a sustainable lifestyle. So if you're a man and you want to change something, change your nutrition. Don't go on a diet. Mm -hmm. uh, the next topic that we have is talking about protein. And we've got another great clip, clip number three, where the doctor tries to explain that all protein comes from plants. And I, you know what, I'll let this guy say it, this, this alleged doctor. I don't know what he's got his doctorate in, but he's going <laughs> to somehow convince us that you can just get all the protein you need from plants. So Hello. please take it away, Dr. What's-His-Face. Disease and the abuse I was learning about. The very animals we were killing were killing us and the planet. But so many people eat meat and dairy every day of their lives, and we are so concerned about getting enough protein. Do we have to eat meat to get complete protein? You want me to jump off this building, don't you? Well, first of all, all protein is made by plants. I'll state that again for the record. All protein is initially made by plants, all of it. And it is not necessary to eat animal tissue in order to get protein. Only plants have the ability to actually take nitrogen from the air, break those molecules apart, and incorporate that nitrogen into amino acids and then make protein. Any protein you get from an animal is simply recycled plant protein. If you ate a diet that was from the soil, carbon dioxide from the air. Yeah, well, so That's here's- called photosynthesis. He, uh, and I think I learned about that in- um, Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Well, listen, yeah. they had an animation. It was a really cool animation, so it has to be true. Yeah. It's gotta be true. They animated it. a doctor who clearly practices yeah. what he preaches. Nitrogen from yeah. the soil. Yeah, that's another great point. Air. Look, man- I, He doesn't not, eat meat. Not to, be, not to be nitpicky, but you are not the, the pinnacle of what I would consider a healthy, fit individual. <laughs> especially so, for a doctor. For, especially for a doctor. So on nutrition. Yeah, don't, dude, don't talk to me about nutrition <laughs> when you're probably going to have a heart attack if you wa walk up two flights of stairs. Right, there's, just a, saying. there's a video floating around Facebook right now of a girl, and she is just real thin, and she's, she's saying that people who aren't vegan should die. That's, oh, I saw that's that what one. bad people they are. Yeah. And I'm looking oh at it gosh. like you're going to die because oh yeah. you're vegan. So, yeah. <laughs> you look so thin. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, you're not selling me on this she thing. She needs some I'm protein. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And not to say that you have to be, you, again, the pinnacle of fitness to no. speak nutrition. You don't have to be a Greek god in physique. But maybe you look like you've worked out a little bit at some point and, and you kind of eat more than cheeseburgers. Well, so, let, so let's take an example. So I've been kind of waiting here with bated breath. <laughs> so let's look at my brother. So my brother's diabetic, grossly diabetic. He's got, he's got heart issues, all of it due to horrible diet, horrible diet. And so you could argue that the horrible diet caused a lack of exercise, whatever, wherever that came from. But for him... All of a sudden, he's in a, he's, you know, he lost his leg for, with diabetes. And so now he's in a, he's in a healthcare facility and diabetic, full-blown diabetic, sugar's like in the 400s. You want to be below 100, ideally. His sugar's over 400. Guess what they're feeding him in this healthcare facility? <laughs> yeah. This, mm -hmm. this, this, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. this facility that's, what do they call that? Uh, managed care facility. Guess right. what they're feeding him? Soy, ice cream, yep. pasta. Yep. Are you serious? Yeah, yep. yeah absolutely. Similar experience so, in the hospital. So my mom has been type 2 diabetic since I was in high school. She just started the ketogenic diet about four months ago. She's lost almost 50 pounds, and she's off all of her medications. But right before that happened, she had an incident. She wound up in the emergency room, and she told them, I'm type 2 diabetic. And for breakfast, they brought her orange juice, toast, <laughs> oatmeal and fruit. What's the matter? Just inject your insulin there to match the carbs. And she said, I'm so sorry. There's nothing on this plate that I can eat. Yeah, you know, and insane. it's like, why did and she so, have to tell and them And so that? like literally my brother, so my other brother's taking care of my dad brother within 48 hours had his blood sugar down. So you get your blood sugar tested at, uh, shoot, 240 is when you need to start taking insulin. Got his blood sugar down to about 248 hours by essentially cutting out the carbs, feeding yeah. him green leafy vegetables and, and meat, you know, right. good cuts of meat. Yeah. 
So like Perfect. literally 48 hours. That's awesome. Wow. So, awesome. I mean, anybody that's telling you, it's like, look at my brother. And then it's a parallel study. So my, my brother-in-law, I have a bunch of sisters. So my brother-in-law is, a, is an oncologist. So he does cancer research. And he's also got his PhD. So his brain weighs about 50 pounds. <laughs> and so they, they, have, they have proven that people in ketosis they can double the effectiveness or double the eff efficacy of chemo with people that are in that are cancer patients right. by simply putting them in ketosis. Right. And so it's like all of a sudden it's like you have all of this evidence saying, no, actually, it's it is a very healthy way to live and very sustainable. Right. And we're getting a lot of people chiming in here, and, and they've been with us for a while, I'd imagine. Um, a lot of people that when we first started talking about keto have jumped on it, or maybe they found it by other means, whatever, but big fans of keto. April mentioned how she's lost a lot of weight. Um, good job, April. Yeah. Oh, up, cool, April? cool. So you know her. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. And, and so a lot of people, you know, really advocating for keto, which, which is, is a great nutrition plan. I'm a big proponent of it. But at the end of the day, there isn't really one end all be all, no, no. you know, and, and that's kind of what this this again this mockumentary was was saying is like no everyone should be a vegan everyone should yeah. be a vegetarian regardless of of anything but, but can we really expect something else out of san francisco well that's a good i point. mean really can yeah we, can we really expect something else from a dude who has long hair that is self-professed like a surfer his whole life <laughs> well, that tucks his hair up we, underneath we, his hat we, 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 it's hard to take so, seriously so that he looks at least remotely credible <laughs> even though he doesn't well you know what and he they brags did. about driving around in a van that forever and living <laughs> out of this thing i mean really well you know they did they did for the sake of credibility they did bring in steve-o for this so oh, Steve-O yes, from Jackass, Steve yeah. we actually had him as one of the like. Do we have that extra? clip? Yes. I, I don't know. No, oh. we don't have one. But because I guarantee he came in just because he was like, oh yeah, I'll talk on your I show. Was like, was that Steve-O? <laughs> yeah. Like the guy who put beer up his butthole. Sorry. <laughs> if I want that's what happened. Advice. Yeah. Nutrition advice. <laughs> to get drunk, go to Steve-O. Yeah. Clearly, he knows. He how to asked you clearly. not to talk about buttholes. I know. Oh, <laughs> we said no buttholes, but that was culture. We couldn't help it. We couldn't help it. Clearly, so that brings. Of scientific information. Was. Yes. Like, uh, I was clearly, waiting for his I'm just, I'm just debunking his expertise in case people didn't know what he did. <laughs> yeah. people, so, should, people should know. So let's let's talk about veganism. Let's talk about vegetarianism. You know, you mentioned a gal that has been kind of gone viral, I guess, talking about how basically anyone who isn't a vegan should die. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't that's deserve crazy. to live. And this is a legitimate video that's been floating around where this girl who weighs I don't know, maybe like a hundred pounds. pounds. Yeah. yeah. It's telling everyone if you're killing animals, you deserve to die yourself. And here's the thing. I'm not trying to like totally shut down veganism. It's just really hard to make yeah, really your hard. nutrition on point with veganism. And it's a, it's, it's a privilege to go vegan. Like you have to be rich and you have to be on your, like on your shit 24 seven to be able to go vegan. Cause we, you know, it's, don't say no to everybody. Like everyone's different. And the thing is like, if you, if you want to go keto and you can't eat meat and like you hate meat, you hate cheese, then vegan is an option. But at the same time, like you have to be so tight on everything you do to be able to accomplish it. Yeah, I mean, the, to, to make the claim that everyone should go that route is, yes. is, is no ridiculous way. because, again, we talk about blanket statements. There is no one blanket statement. There is no one, and I'll just, spoiler alert, there is no one diet that works for everyone, period, end of statement. And that's why we say real men don't diet because it doesn't exist. A, a perfect diet is not a thing. You can have temporary results, and that's the best you can hope for. So let's move on to a really funny one. I enjoy this, and I hope everyone else gets a kick out of it too. Eritarian. <laughs> and this is an actual thing. Some of you may be wondering, what the hell is an Eritarian? <laughs> Jeff, have you heard of that before? An Eritarian? Yes. What you think. Is that when I don't eat and I die because I starved to death? Yes. No, 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 no. See, what happens is you don't eat but you live off of the sunlight and energy from the cosmos. That is that's, gold. That's called that's starving awesome. to death. You don't drink, right? <laughs> and, I, I don't think you have to drink either. I don't think you drink either. And, and we actually just talked about North Korea, and they're practicing that right now. <laughs> How's that working and out for them? They've had millions of people that they've literally That's savage. <laughs> that's they're savage. Saving, they're saving so much time and money. So right? they did lose weight. They yeah. lost weight. Yeah. No, no I mean, they're... they're <laughs> There are legitimately videos. If you look this up, you can see people talking about, you know, I, I've just gotten to the point where I don't have to eat occasionally. I might eat a strawberry or two because, but only because I like the taste of it. Right. And I can just get, 
you know, absorb energy from that's the great. atmosphere. It's and that's insane. where you go, those people need to get out of the gene pool anyway. So. <laughs> right. Oh exactly. Just yeah. more in the way people. So, so please, anyone, if you have any experience with Eritarianism, if you are in please fact an Eritarian, Eritarianism, you're, that's our next T-shirt. I want to talk to you. You're watching yeah. the wrong show, yeah, actually. Please message Sorry. me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring you on. All right. So let's let's talk about. You just made that up. It's a real thing. I swear. Look it up. You just made that up, Josh. All right. Let's let's move on to teeth. We've got a great we've got a great clip here. Where again, from what the hell hey, they're claiming? Hey Bailey, Josh, I'm 18 today. Yo, can you get your dog to say happy birthday? He, well, I he's like not here, but when I get home, I guess I can take a <laughs> video. I'll I'll do my best, Bailey. He's in Scotland. <laughs> hey I don't man, know where, happy birthday! Yeah, happy birthday, bro, for sure. In Scotland, 18, you can probably drink. You can probably so. do whatever you want to. So take it easy. <laughs> you know, be <laughs> responsible. All right. So the next the next little clip um, is number four, where this doctor talks about how human teeth aren't actually made for eating meat. And there's a lot of cows and chickens that don't agree with you. <laughs> you read about that. So play that clip real quick. Clip number four, Zach. Let's. Oh, it's the same guy. Yeah. Oh, no, this, this guy's great. on it. Oh, we're just going to beat this guy up now. No, oh, <laughs> he's just doing it to himself now. Human beings, unlike bears and raccoons, and to some extent dogs, don't have that mixed anatomy and physiology that you see in the true omnivores. And thus, we are not true omnivores. In humans, the canines have become really small and rounded and actually function like accessory incisors. They're utterly useless for ripping and tearing anything other than an envelope. So the idea that the mere presence of the canine somehow means that we're supposed to eat meat is silly. He was right. I always thought my canines were for meat, but what kind of animal could I actually kill and eat raw with these tiny teeth? The thought alone was disgusting. Awesome. <laughs> so good. Good wow. thing. I mean, good thing since, Napoleon Dynamite. Since we don't this. have hands or tools. That's so you know, right. Like, that's such great. That's well, our only here's, option. Here's the thing. Like I, I, I don't know. I may be Mark, like like part uh, Crow Magnon or something, but like my teeth are super sharp. Like yeah. legitimate canine. Like yeah. if I bite you, it's gonna hurt. It, let, me, let me illustrate an example. Did you guys watch right. Mike Tyson in his last fight? Perfect right. example. Mm -hmm. Dude bit, an ear off. bit that dude's yeah. ear off. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Does that guy eat all of his plants like this? <laughs> like off of the, off, out of the ground, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and actually, if we look at science, too, the, the, the thing that is believed that made man or helped man jump forward was eating marrow because of the right. protein, the animal proteins and marrow because man was bright enough to pick up a rock and bust right. the bone mm -hmm. and scoop out the marrow and eat it. So Well, and that makes a great point for fat and meat in general. I mean, yes, there's a good absolutely. there's a there's a, there's a lot of studies that say that our brains would have never developed, you know, for you evolutionists out there, our brains would have never developed had we not started yeah. eating meat and high and, fat And what's diets. our brain predominantly made out of? Sugar. Cholesterol. Fat. Oh no, I was wrong. Yeah, was and <laughs> I was just listening to a podcast with Dominic Diacino who's big on keto and he was talking about a study that ketone production for every bump, like they, you measure it in millimoles, so every number you go up, they're showing that it's 10% more brain energy for wow. every millimole you go up. And, and you guys so might awesome. not know this, but does anyone here happens, know what happens when you don't eat your meat? You don't get you don't your pudding. B vitamins. <laughs> you can't have any pudding? Yeah, you can't have any pudding. Uh, that's a little I just Floyd. And I totally guess that because I'm from that generation. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was just for you, Jeff. But make it keto pudding, pudding or you're gonna get keto bad. pudding. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. That's awesome. So let's let's move on to the next one because we're actually, man, we're getting close to time, so we're gonna so, have to and, and the line is you guys, if you want to waste a whole bunch of your time, go to that video that is what the health, it's on Netflix and just bypass it. Actually stop, yeah. watch about five minutes of it and give it a horrible rating. And then yeah. because, it's sustainable. Because it's, okay. it, is gar it is, you should watch it just so you can go, okay, if I do the opposite, I'm probably. <laughs> yeah, actually no watch joke. sustainable first and then watch yeah. what the health, really that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, so you can Get lose educated. that time. Yeah. So you can yeah. see the exact opposite of what's right and wrong. Yeah. Yep. So but I mean, so let me wrong here. So like the thing, the thing that people are going to see in this documentary, well, but they have truths here and here and here. They have a lot of truths, but they're not complete. That's the biggest thing about this documentary. It's because like he calls the healthcare organization, sounding like Napoleon Dynamite, and he's like, uh, why do you have carcinogen type one on your, on your food list, like meat? That's the same as having a roll your own cigarette. 
on the same page? And the guy is the first person the guy called in customer service. So like, clearly, <laughs> some eighteen-year-old in going, India, huh? You know, he's outsourced yeah. to another country. Yeah. The guy doesn't have a clue. Exactly. The guy's like, I'm not a nutritionist, bro. And right, on that bro. note, Craig said that he sounds like Napoleon Dynamite. And I don't mean to make fun of people, but if you watch it and think that, it is so Napoleon fun Dynamite. to watch. He totally well, we should, sounds like more Napoleon bearable. Dynamite. He should go back and change his voice. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. A little more bearable. Watch it with Napoleon Dynamite. In it. Fun. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know that's where. And then after that phone call, he gets off the phone with this customer service guy, and he's like, "See, that apparently they didn't want to answer my questions because they're hiding something. My, my awesome they part. want you all to die." It's a my, my favorite part is when he goes to. He's like, "That lady that I called wouldn't do the interview," and he like looks at the building like super mad. Yeah, and you're like, "She can feel that, bro. You showed she her. She can feel that. You showed her." So let's let's kick to the next topic because we're we're really close to finishing up here. Um, let's talk about juicing. That's a big thing in the uh, oh, yeah. diet. Ugh. So April, yeah, when they when they said eating one egg is the same oh, as smoking, smoking five cigarettes. Five yeah, cigarettes. That's science. That's got to be science. <laughs> I miss yeah. that. That's probably yeah. the most oh. sense I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Oh. It's the oh. same. The hot dog cigars. That is like the most wrong hot dog statement ever. The hot dog, cig- hot dog cigars. <laughs> well, you know what? Before we move on, let's let's talk a little bit because people are going to wonder. But you know, isn't deli meat full of carcinogens and preservatives? And it's like, actually, yes. But I don't know anyone who looks at packaged deli meat and like that's healthy. You you have to know. Yeah. And and again, when we go back to savage gentlemen, real men don't diet. Don't eat like an asshole. Don't eat like a little kid. Right. When you look at your diet, look at your nutrition and what you're putting on your plate. Is this something that a child would fix for themselves? Yeah. Or is this something that an adult would eat? If, if you're loading up on, you know, deli sandwiches and stuff like that, you're eating like a kid. Be yep. an adult, eat like an adult, and you'll probably be fine. Awesome. Yep. Absolutely. Because yeah. like you said, like those processed deli meats are the most processed and they are a type 1 carcinogen. Granted, your body is balanced. There's alkaline, there's acidic, right? If you're too much of either, you're screwed. That's why you eat enough alkaline and acidic food to bring it to neutral. Yeah. Like that gets lost and that's the problem with veganism. Too many antioxidants. Yes, there's such a thing, way too many. And that's what they're doing. They're loading up on antioxidants, they're depleting all their vitamin vitamin Bs and in a year, they start acting crazy and telling everyone they should die because they're not vegan. <laughs> and then David Wolf is another well, guy who should run his head into a wall. Oh, but, David but did Wolf. you see, oh, there, gosh, so there was a recent guy. study that came out in uh, the UK crazy. <laughs> where they took, they took the most violent of felons in this prison and I forget how and many it was. vegan? No, they actually, they <laughs> supplement them because vegan by nature is their omega-3s and omega-6s are completely out of whack and right. their omega-6s are through the roof. Right. So they took these they took these prisoners, most violent prisoners that they had, and started supplementing them with fish oil. Okay. Yeah. They had yeah. a documented 30% reduction in violence. Yes. Wow. Documented 30% reduction in violence yeah. over a six to eight month time period. Right. Awesome. Yeah, fish oil is strong. It's a powerful thing. So, mm-hmm. so are you saying that don't eat vegans? Vegans are are psychotic, uh, <laughs> well, but, violent, but violent like killers. One of those things where if you look at omega sixes and omega six falls into the pre cannabinoid area, and so now all of a sudden, if you look at cannabinoids, mm-hmm. so it's a pre cannabinoid. So we can say, okay, the effects are much lesser than if it's a cannabinoid that's on. So now we have we have a decrease in um, we have a we have a decrease in inhibitions. We have a decrease in um, energy. We've got an increase in impulsive behavior. So now, Stress. all of a sudden, if we look at that and then we say, okay, where is the most crime taking place? Or we've got a bunch of vegans running around saying that if you're not a vegan, you should die. <sighs> That's where I would put firmly in the in the area of saying like decreased inhibitions, increase. You know, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it fits perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, and that was probably a lot of science for everyone out there, but you're absolutely right. I mean, that's getting 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 pretty deep in there. Doc, Dr. Hiblin, check out his stuff. Read it. It's fascinating. He's got a bunch of great YouTube videos that are on there. Department of Health, where he talks about fish oils, mixing the six and uh, omega-3s. And what's interesting is this guy thinks outside the box. He did a one-year study. He hired an archaeologist to come in and look at fish. He's a big proponent of fish, because if you look at the way that man evolved over time, we were always next to a body of water. Mm-hmm. Body of water, there were fish. And so they went through, it was over 200 incidents of fish and how it tied into the culture. 
and every in every incidence it equated to happiness and equality huh cool. so if you look at the buddhists and the christians and the hindus yeah. and everybody else fish was always equated to you know balance and happiness yin nice. and yang yeah another great example there. let all right we're gonna skip juicing and we're going to touch on um this is going to be a lightning round because we're, we're running low on time real quick don't juice it doesn't work yeah juicing is yeah just real wait quick minute, once over. you're down in sugar you're what you're what down in it, sugar what, but what if it's the whole what if i'm doing spinach and kale you have to chew your vegetables it all digestion starts in the mouth there's enzymes that start breaking it down right away okay. the fiber content isn't there when you juice unless you're grilling the whole thing but at the same it's time what i'm saying the whole thing. i have a blend tech. yeah have so you seen the blood you're, you're breaking you're breaking Jeff's heart right here. I know. With this juicy you got to chew, or you got to supplement a, a concentrated greens. Ah, that's interesting. Yep. Well, that is, a, that a, is a concentrated. A blend take it's different. If you're blending, I would say than juicing. I mean, juicing would be it's like not the juicing. worst. Yeah, it's blending. Yeah. It's, right. it's yeah, like so you're not the whole vegetable out. Yeah, that's not juicing. Yeah. Yeah. But I have noticed. So this, I want to actually ask your guys' opinion on this. When I so in my morning, my morning ritual is water, couple or fish oil. Vinegar, apple, apple cider vinegar, two handfuls of spinach, and then some of the nitor protein, Perfect. and um, um, blend it and drink the whole thing. And I've noticed yeah. my nails and my hair oh, grows probably twice as fast. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, correlation, causation, thoughts. Yeah. Are you in keto? Are you in ketosis? I need to check probably maybe back okay, and forth. Okay, because that will definitely get your hair and yeah. nails stronger. Absolutely. Yeah. Keto alone will do that. Um, yep. So that's a big one. Hers has gotten yeah. remarkably but it's, stronger. But it's noticeable like when I do that with yeah. spinach. <laughs> well, so what you're doing is you're in a sense kind of regulating your cortisol first thing in the morning, which is mm -hmm. nice by introducing all those antioxidants and bringing that down. And so you can be at a higher function throughout the day and then your body's not so stressed, then it can mm -hmm. help and regrow kind of thing. Uh, we okay. also, we also, I do similar, not with the spinach. That's a great idea. But um, the nitro protein in the morning in my yeah. coffee as well. And that's right. done me right so far. So, yeah. So nice. Okay, sorry. So we're, we're kind of talking about ketosis, and we have up here high fat, low carb, which is, you know, ketosis is that. There's some other variations, but, you know, tell us a little bit about what, what having a high fat, low carb will do for you. Is that something people should follow and why? I, yeah. wa I wanted to hit on what he was saying about the, the inmates a little bit. Sure. Like, all of us, if most of us who are on a high carbohydrate diet are going to overconsume because they're not very satiating, right? And when mm -hmm. you're overconsuming carbohydrates, you're going to have a lot of inflammation in your body and especially in your brain. And especially if you combine that with a low fat diet on top of it, you're not feeding your brain and you're inflaming of the walls. So you're going to behave differently yep. than you would if you were in a normal metabolic state. So that's why we say, you know, we're not saying everybody in the world has to do ketosis, even though it would really probably benefit them, but that. you should for a while and you definitely need to increase your fats over the typical American diet. And, yeah. and that's, that's something that I, you know, advice that I give to people is if you want to go vegan, vegetarian, follow this diet, that diet, do it, do it objectively and see how you feel. Yes. If you feel, regardless of the results, how do you feel and how do you perform? Because again, tying this back to the savage gentleman, at the end of the day, your nutrition needs to be, I think, performance-based. And that, Absolutely. whatever that performance is, whether you got to use this or mm -hmm. you got to use mm -hmm. these, and I'm pointing to my head yep. and I'm balling up my fist, <laughs> whatever that is, you guys, you're, you should be eating for that. Absolutely. Don't put gasoline in your diesel engine. Yep. Yes. Doesn't work great. Nope. I'm telling you right now for you car guys, that's a bad idea. Nope. You will feel more intelligent on a high fat diet after a period of time. Yeah. And then Most spending extra do. money on your food, you're getting higher quality food. So 50% of the food that you're buying now from Walmart, like the chicken is fake. It's broth. It's not even real nutrients. So the body has to play where the hell do I put this nutrient? And so at that point, if you can eat real chicken, that's 100% chicken, obviously you're going to eat less and spend less because you're actually getting real stuff. Yep. So let's move. So that's kind of high fat, low carb right. and, and, you know, why you would want to do that. Let's move to Weight Watchers. So, what, yeah. so and, and for the folks reading and listening, these are some of the top diets. I think these, we've this got eight on here. This is the lightning round. This is the lightning round. This is the top 10, top eight diets. If you look at what are the best diets out there, these are ones that, that come up in Google. So uh, some of these I am not a huge fan of. So let's talk about them. Let's move so, right through them. Craig Terra, Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers is a pain in my ass. No, it doesn't account, <laughs> it doesn't account for food quality right. or, or nutrients right. really at all. It's kind of like the if it fits your macros thing, yep. you know? Yep. And so you're going to eat a lot of garbage. So hype. They're justifying junk. Period. Yeah. Any, any diets are going to allow you to justify junk 
just to satisfy a craving or anything other than like it's like telling a crackhead he can smoke once a week exactly Mm -hmm. gotcha okay next one all right so the five two five two what is that so five two is it, it would work right as long as you're doing with the right macros and you stick to it so you do five days regular eating then two days you reduce your diet by 25 percent your calories by 25 percent which it will work but the thing is if you're eating really crappy food it's not going to work okay so i got a so question for you so what about a cheat day cheating no. is what are you trying to cheat yourself right that's the big thing is like Boom. what are you cheating you should never cheat. Now, do we eat treats? Absolutely. Do we eat a lot of sugar? No, there's sweeteners, there's other natural sweeteners that you can use and fatty foods, and they're all really good. Because, because Dwayne The Rock, right. who's completely natural, right? Yeah. He, 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 uh, he has a cheat day, Once and he brags about six it. six months. Oh, he does? Yeah. That's it. Oh, they let and that look out. at the size yeah, I of it. it was I mean, listen, yeah. let, let me, I don't see anyone in, in this immediate vicinity that is The Rock. Yeah. When you're The Rock, you can do stuff like that. Is it optimal? Probably not. Probably not. Right? But if you went healthier, it'd be better. But at the same time, here's the thing: if your nutrition on the regular is in a place that you are like craving this cheat, something is wrong. Right. You it's shouldn't be point. having to feel that limited right. and awful. Like we love the way we eat. We wouldn't want to eat McDonald's. That stuff is gross. It you is know. Gross. So you, if you're in a place where you're like, oh, I can't wait till Friday night. I hate this stuff. Something's wrong. Right. Like you either need to get a nutritionist or you need to research and find something else that more. works better for you. Eat more. Yeah. Eat more. There's a lot okay. of solutions to that, but that's a great, a great, great point that I never considered. Yeah. If you're craving so hard and you're just constantly hating life and waiting for that next meal. And I was there when I was, when you met me and yep. started training me uh, in nutrition and, and, um, we, I was really high carb Yeah. and it was, I lived my life every two hours. When did I get to eat again? It was, <laughs> Miserable. It was yeah. freaking. Okay, next miserable. one. Biggest loser. Ooh, I know you like this one. <laughs> so the biggest loser has caused damage that was unforeseeable when it was happening. And like 10 years, 15 years down the road, now their metabolisms are so low that they're almost dead for the most part. And so they're never going to be able to sustain the weight loss that happened in that short amount of time because it was so drastic. It becomes a, a point of patience. Everyone's like, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now, I want to lose 20 pounds. Hey, you lost 50 pounds, what's wrong with me? That's not how it works. You have to have patience. You have so many different things that's in your system that varies from that person that you need to have the patience to put yourself through that system to at least undo what you've done for the last 20 or 30 years. Because it was your damn fault that you're 300 pounds, 400 pounds. It's your fault. You cannot sit there and play a victim. It's your fault. And you have to take responsibility and understand that the reverse of that, it might take just as long. You yeah. might be 20 years in and 20 years out before you finally feel good. But the thing is, every single day on the way there, you'll feel better than you did when you first started. Hey, so That's Derek Unruz, uh, I hope I get your name right. First time you're hearing about ketosis, make sure that you check out the Superhero Makers with Craig oh. and Tara. Fiddle. They've got a Facebook page. And then where else can they Right above him, Philip said the Ketogenic Bible is a great resource that actually comes at releases tomorrow. You can already order on Amazon yes. everything you need to know about keto. Nice. There you go. Everything. Okay, nice. so the next one is Jenny Craig. We're just going to skip that because we know that's garbage. <laughs> so let's go down. Isn't that nice to be just mm-hmm. be able to just say like, whatever See ya. So that's garbage. still a thing. So Mediterranean diet. So Mediterranean is actually very good. Mm-hmm. They use it to treat syndrome X, which is a whole bunch of adrenal fatigue, thyroid issues, kidney issues. Okay. And so it's pretty much a, it still has good amount of fats. It still has good high quality recommendations for carbohydrates and protein. Just less saturated fat, more on the polyunsaturated like fish. Less on the, you guys that are out there, that doesn't mean you can load up on the pasta. That's not the Mediterranean no, diet we're pasta. talking about. Uh, yep. yeah. Okay, meal replacement. So I, they can be yeah. good in a sense if you need to gain control over food. Like if you can go two, three weeks when you're doing shakes, as long as your micronutrients are there and you're getting a good shake, that's fine. But that's literally the only way you would ever want to use it. It won't help you lose weight. I mean, you will, but it's not sustainable and it really won't help build muscle and it'll make you quite miserable. Mm-hmm. But if you're having some serious problems with food addiction, then that will really help just understanding you have to stick to that for two or three weeks. Tara, mm-hmm. food replacement. I think it can kind of cause the, cause the problem you're yeah. trying to treat like because you're like okay i'm just gonna eat a little bit you know like the slim fast almost kind of principle and it's like who tried that i tried that i think i lasted a day and then i binged because i was starving you know so like i just i don't think it's a great idea they're delicious it's unlimited right (laughs) (laughs) okay last one ducon 
I have no Duke idea. Duke and so Duke, Duke and diet is kind of like a it's a low, very very low carbohydrate diet. And okay. I think it's similar to ketosis. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, it's high fat and high protein, so similar to Atkins. Atkins. Uh, uh-huh. okay. So the only the only thing, the only thing that people can definitely lose weight on that. It's just that if your protein is really really high and you're not working out or using it at all, your body's going to turn it into sugar. Right. So Protein it's, is a necessity compare, complete to action. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. So just you want to, you know, have if you're a power lifter lifting tons of weights, go ahead and up your protein. If not, you don't too, need too that much, much protein. You go into ketosis and you're burning the protein. It's uh, actually it's hard on your kidneys. Yep. So you want to make sure that your fat levels are high enough so your body's using the fat instead of the protein because you yep. want to make sure that you're not you don't go in a catabolic state. And it's a fancy term for saying eating your own eating your own, your own body your own right. body yeah. so. lean mass. and that you know that kind of then you'll, it... su- you'll smell like a ranger school student uh. it's horrible <laughs> you, like, you just have this weird ammonia smell and people walk past you and they're like <laughs> and that is not being a savage gentleman if you no. smell like ammonia that is, that is being a savage gentleman <laughs> well yeah. you're a Third savage no you're no school, longer you're, you're a no savage longer, but you're not a gentleman because you're starving hey, no, you're, <laughs> well that's true you're not it's only you're a savage you're not a gentleman and you know that kind of brings it full circle where Eat for what you do. Yes. Eat for what you do. If you need, if you need that extra clarity of thought, then you need to have a diet to reflect that. And I would say that everyone could benefit from that because we live in a world where there's obviously a lot of stupid people doing a lot of stupid stuff. Right. Just look at the news. If, if you are an athlete, you need to eat for that. If you're not, you, know, you don't need to be putting away three, 4,000 calories a day if you live a sedentary lifestyle. And again, real men don't diet don't eat like a kid and don't eat like an asshole. And that's and don't snack. Don't there. And real men don't snack. Ooh. Sorry, so, so, now, so that's one more diet. Was the so one more? We, we're out of time, but the uh, warrior diet where it was. Yeah, four hour, one meal a day, or you one can do a four a day. hour window, or yeah. even an eight hour window. That's intermittent fasting, right? Phenomenal way to go, especially if you're sedentary. And I call it like the get shit done diet. Like you don't eat all day, so you have nothing to do but be productive. So in a sense, it's like you're going to kill your prey, you're working for it, you come home, you enjoy the slaughter. It actually a, works really awesomely. Boom. Yeah. So that's that's all the time we have, folks, for this Savage Gentleman podcast. Really thank everyone for tuning in and chiming in with your questions. Keep sending those in. We'll answer them. You can check out Craig and Tara at the Superhero Makers, and they would love to help point you in the right direction for anything nutrition or diet related. And last word, you guys, what do you have to say? Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Boom. This was fun. <laughs> yeah. We could talk for hours about time. this. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if you guys want to see more, we can always bring them back, and we can really delve into some of these other topics. Uh, Jeff, Share take this it with away. your friends. Make sure that anybody that can find this information useful, pass it out to them. Make sure you like our page. Go to Ready Man, like the page. You guys, thanks so much. We'll see you on Thursday for a whole new show. Hell yeah.